Hey, Zach. Hi. Guess what? Chicken butt. No, I come and I go. <gasps> you come and you go. Because I'm, I am Houdin T. Houdin T. You know what? What a magical day. What a magical day it's been. Because we were blessed with a new Dula Peep song. A new Dula Marie Peep bop. And and we'll get into it. But a bop, a music video, red hair, a new Dula Marie Peep locked and reloaded. She really is her mother's daughter. Her mother being Madonna. I know. Yes. She, she like truly took, she's, you know what she was doing? She was taking notes. And she said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just, you know, follow the footsteps of my mother, my mother, Madonna. <laughs> because remember, and these are facts that we spill on this on this podcast. Always. Always science. Always. And I will follow my mother, Rihanna, a la the loud era, because I'm going to put on this red hair. Red hair. How do you feel about the red hair? I love it. I think it's the perfect time to bring some iconic red hair back. And let me tell you something. I have a theory about this. Yes. Anytime someone that is a pop star, I would consider Dula Peep. And when we say Dula Peep, we're obviously referencing Wendy Williams. You know, we know her name is Dua Lipa, just in case we get that. Um, hopefully we wouldn't. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, I would consider her a pop star. I was, I'm was. i going to talk more about that later. But I think anytime someone comes in with a new look and that look is a red unit like red hair yeah it's gonna be good good things are are on the horizon i feel it in my bones 100 100 i loved it when christina aguilera went red for her latest spanish album i loved when you just mentioned rihanna going red um there seemed to be like a red trend last year i feel like or was it two years ago i feel like there was a trend where like christina aguilera i want to say carol g rosalia and there was another person who all like had red hair. Like, all the Latin girlies. All the Latin girlies. They would just said, you know what? But let's go red. You know, but it's been a while since, let's say, just for the sake of this conversation, right? Because we love those people, but a relevant pop star, someone like people are really excited to see what they do. Just saying, you know, I think it's been a while since we've had a moment with red hair. And there really is something symbolic about that. Yeah. Celebrate it's been a while since some like iconic red hair has been out there i love it i and i just feel like i, I wish that the red hair would last longer because here's my thing dua is going to have red hair probably for the first and second singles it's probably gonna be on the album art but then she'll probably go back to her like classic brunette hair which is fine she can do, live her life however she wants i would love if she stayed the entire era red i hope so i really hope she kind of pulls a rihanna and like does yeah. that that would be and great you know, and you know what I love too is that she like actually colors her hair. Like she's not putting on wigs. I'm sure she has extensions in, but she like colored her hair. I would be shocked if this was a wig. It looks it looks so real. And let me tell you something. We're gonna get into the music video, but she is flipping and whipping that hair like flipping and whipping. Nobody's business. I feel like that stole the show. The video was very, so bringing up Confessions on a Dance Floor is very reminiscent of Hung Up in a lot of ways. Just kind of 100%. dancing. 100%. That's exactly my thought. I dancing immediately saw studio. that. Yeah. And um, she, I loved the editing. I loved the cuts from like her. And then all of a sudden like the lights would flicker and then she'd be with like a thousand dancers and it would be back to her. It was, I loved that yeah. editing. It was so Who good. all had red hair. Love yes. that touch. That was such a great touch. Give such all the dancers touch. red hair. I will say, this is no shade, okay? Because we, I love Dua Lipa. I would say, I would go as far as to say she has been the person I have been most excited about in the last 10 years in terms of like a pop star girly. She mm -hmm. constantly delivers, always gives us good music, gives me hope in pop music. Yeah. I love her. And I really hope that this next era kind of cements her status as a superstar i'm yeah. very eager to see what happens but that being said you know i wouldn't say like the dancing um it it felt like i don't know if you feel this way i feel like it almost felt like she didn't really want to be there at parts oh, in some of, the, some of the dancing i felt like the hairography was fun 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, they were giving her notes and she was doing that. Mm-hmm. But all in all, I felt like it wasn't the most, like, high energy. I didn't feel very connected to the dancing in the music video, if I'm being honest. You you wanted more uh, hip thrusting uh, a la, what was that? What was that, Glastonbury? What what festival was that where she did her iconic, like, hip oh dance? Oh, my gosh. I don't know, but it was <laughs> it was before I saw her live at the beginning of 2022 on her yeah. tour. So it was before that some, at some point. Yeah, it was, like, during her, I want to say it was, it was a performance of One Kiss. It was the one she did yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. She really <laughs> um, stepped it up, though, for the concert I went to. Oh, yeah. she, she had some pretty good choreo and definitely, I think, has stepped it up in her career. I do feel like... I, I just kind of there was a lack of like connection for me in terms of like the energy factor, but I did sure. like the music video. I'm not saying yeah. I don't, but that's that's my one note. But I, yeah. I really, I am so curious what your thoughts are on the music video, and then I would love to get in the song since we're on the topic because I'm so excited about it. So yeah, definitely I eager see, to hear your thoughts. I felt like her dancing was good in the video. I will say that like. D- dancing is not like her first love it seems you know like it's not like like britney spears for example like grew up as a dancer paula abdul was a dancer janet jackson was a dancer so dua this is this is a world i think that she does well in i think that i completely agree with you she completely has stepped up her game since that one performance and i mean she's mentioned in interviews where she that performance made her be like i'm gonna essentially put my whole pussy into this <laughs> um but yeah so I, I i watched the video i thought the dancing was great for me personally i loved the scene there's like one scene in particular where she was like up against the mirror was like the, with her and the dancers and it like basically like kind of created a kaleidoscope shape which is interesting considering that like she's what replaced all the album and single artwork on apple music with like a with kaleidoscope, kaleidoscope. Yeah, yeah good good call out so it makes me wonder if the album's gonna be called kaleidoscope yeah, I, I mean that would be fun. Kind of come on, Kalis, like yeah. give, give us Kaleidoscope. She, um, which what it really is is that we get this one new song, brand new song, but then it's all going to be Kalis covers from the first album. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. Are you kidding Ooh! me? Cut out there, cut out there, Dua Lipa. Yeah, but actually, now that I'm thinking about that out loud, like that would be really fun if she and Kalis did a song together. Hop on, blindfold me. Oh my give God. us, give us that. Dua can do the the Nas rap. <laughs> I would love them singing that chorus together. Um, that is such a, a fun thought. But yeah, I, I again, like I thought the dancing was good. I just felt like there there was like, and again, you know, I, I don't think of her, like you said, she's not like a trained dancer. That's not her first love. Obviously, it's the music. Yeah. So they want her to be this kind of like, for lack of a better description, like well-rounded performer who mm-hmm. can who can go on stage and dance. And she has stepped up. I just felt like the the energy there was like a bit of a disconnect for me. Hmm. Like because in dancing you can you can feel when the performer is like really into it. I think of someone like a Doja Cat, you know. Whereas yeah. with her, I just wasn't feeling that as much. But that's that's no shade, you know. I'm not trying to be shady, and I certainly couldn't do those dance moves, you know. Yeah. So just want to put that out there. But I have to say, you know, music video too aside, like I. I'm really happy with the song. I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when I found out that Tame Impala, one of my favorite people, my desert island. Your desert people, island? She heard. She heard the first she episode. Heard. She She's heard. She's like, quick, record this. <laughs> was going to be on the track. I was, of course, like ecstatic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was really curious to hear what that sounds like. And you can hear his influence definitely is mostly like at the bridge part. That's yeah. where I, I hear it the most, you yeah. know? But like those kind of like, Cynthia sounds yeah um we because we like debriefed on this song very quickly we didn't want to like we wanted to save it for the episode but this this special bonus episode um but i have to say you know uh, giving the song the first listen i liked it i was like okay i'm excited to give this more listens the more and more i listen to it i love it i absolutely love it like i said she just always delivers you can always count on her to put out a good pop banger and there's not a lot of people like that these days no like she's really consistent you know what i mean like someone like a kylie minogue just consistent and i will say um i think we talked about this a little bit my 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 only critique i think it would be a perfect song if some of the 80s synths were taken out of it because i'm very tired of 
that specific synth sound. Yeah, say, I agree. Say that five times fast. <laughs> specific synth sound. That's going to be the name of her album, actually, instead of Kaleidoscope. <laughs> it's called Specific Synth. <laughs> that is hard. I can't say it. Specific Synth. Specific Synth Sound. Wow. With my little gay lisps. Shoot. I can't even say it. S S S baby. <laughs> no, I I agree. I love the song. I think it's so funky. I I don't know if it's like because she's describing it as like psychedelica. Um, that's Tame Impala, so makes yeah, sense. and There's so yeah, but it's very fun. I think it is the perfect lead single for this next project. Couldn't agree she more. said that. She said that the other songs in the album all have like a, they all have a connection through like psychedelic style of music. I know that it was brought up that Ray of Light by Madonna's, the album was like considered like one of the influences for the album. So that made me very excited. So yeah, I love it. I think it's such a great song. I haven't heard about the psychedelic influence yet. And the fact that you're saying that makes me so excited because I'm wondering if Tame Impala was in other tracks. Which I would, I would assume so. Oh, are you kidding me? This is a dream for me. It's like it was made for me. I am they literally screaming. Are, yeah, Kevin yeah, Parker and Dula Marie Peep together. Like, it, it, are you kidding? It's my twenty twenty three dream. Like, get yeah. out of here. But get out. You know, you know what I absolutely love. Whoever's decision it was to put the the instrumentals at the very beginning, the kind of like guitar sounding. No, 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 no. That is. To me, it sounds so fresh and is maybe my favorite part of the song, at least like instrumentally. I almost wish yeah. that, again, my critique with the 80 synths, I wish that it that would have been like the leading force for the melody. Um, yeah. But I think that all in all, like you said, it's such a good song and I'm obsessed. I also love the title, like Houdini. Yes. Such a fun song title. Yes. Yes, I completely agree. I love the song title. I love the single art. Like I, I love the font. Yes. I love the color. I just everything. She's really giving even the cinematography in the music video. She's really giving us. She's really giving. She's like, I'm gonna give you like Y2K girly pop. Oh yeah, and I got that that Madonna influence right away. And also, that jaw is jawing in in the cover art. That jaw, yeah. her licking the mirror. Are you kidding? Yeah. Phenomenal. I, I want to lick a mirror, personally. She makes, I want to go lick a mirror. She makes me want to lick that mirror. Yeah, I want to lick it. And I loved I loved the way that she led up to this single. So we know that, like, you know, in this current climate, all the pop stars are teasing their songs a million times on social media, especially, like, TikTok, with the same snippet and then they'll, you know, they'll, you know, do one snippet for a couple of weeks and then do a second snippet for the next couple of weeks. And it's like this like edging of a song that like, for me becomes really anticlimactic. But what I loved the, what they did with this is that they would give a tiny little teaser and then they would remove it after a day. Yes. Or, or so. Yes. I love that. And especially with the whole concept of like, catch me or I go and like Just the, disappearing and reappearing. Yeah, it's so that I thought that was really clever and a really great way to like not be like just inundated with you know the same sound bite over and over and over again. Yeah. Um there is when I was talking with Z Machine, he did mention that he, you know, for like independent acts, it's like the only way they can get their songs to even like possibly get streamed or heard. So I get that and that is no disrespect to any ind- independent artists. It's just you know, when you have a main pop star who has the backing of a record label, who has all of this, you know, probably millions of dollars in budget to like market, especially the first single and especially like the album, like there needs to be another way (laughs) than like teasing a song for four weeks, you know? Right. Because it just, because to me, it just does become really anticlimactic. So I'm glad that that did not happen with this song. Yeah. Yeah. And and we need to give a round of applause over three minutes. 309 three minutes i thought of you i thought of you i think that's a good it's a pretty good length for just like a kind of standard pop song i think it does i think it does the job pretty well um you yeah you use this snippet of the song in a little cute instagram post of your of your fashion moment today um i love i, sure I love that by the way that was very fun um, thank you i love that you were taking inspiration from miss miss peep and mm-hmm. 
yeah, I loved in the music video too, like going back to the cleverness of the song, how sometimes the dancers would be there. Sometimes she would be alone in the mirror, like catch me if you can just, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. You know, a, a song named Houdini has never let me down before. There's a song called Houdini by Foster the People that I love also kind of funky. So maybe for the audience out there, check it out. Love Foster the People. Um, but yeah, I, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I am so excited for this album and kind of going yeah. back to my point earlier, I know that I think you feel similar, similarly, like we're very excited to see how this cements her status because, you know, we talk a lot about too, like the, the idea of a super pop star or superstar is much different now. Like there's more seats at the table. It's not like yeah. you don't have as many of like your Britney's, you know, your Madonna's, your shares, <laughs> your Beyonce's like, you know, Taylor Swift is kind of like the last person we can think of. Like, mm -hmm. I think we talked about this in our live. Someone asked a question, you know, of like what defines pop music now. And right. I think that I genuinely think that there's not anyone else I can think of that could do that and achieve that mm -hmm. other than Dua Lipa right now. I agree. I think it's, it's, you know, as we get more and more into this age of streaming and everything become really niche. And as you mentioned, everyone does have a seat at the table, which on one hand is really great. We are going to lose, you know, these household names and these like iconic status of like all these people. Cause I, yeah. I was just sitting there thinking like, who's going to fill a stadium, right? Who's going to fill a stadium, you know? Dua is working her tail off to try to make that happen. And I think that she will. I think that if she, if she continues, well, yeah, if this album is a success and is a smash, I just, I feel like she's really intent on creating quality, not only music, but just content in general, yeah. like the future nostalgia album release, which granted, I know it came out during COVID, right? And I think that's why we got so much more as far as like visuals and stuff, because they didn't do a tour until, you know, two years after the fact, mm -hmm. but that album rollout got a traditional album rollout where we were like five, six singles deep. We got music videos for almost every single song. Yep. We got a, 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 a companion remix album. We got so much out of it. And you, we got a deluxe edition with more bonus tracks and, um, She's really doing. She's really doing the Lord's work. <laughs> you know what? She's really doing that. She was. She's really doa doa ing that. She really. And is. I'm so impressed. And that she, that album saved me during the pandemic because you know what I mean. Like it was a depressing mm -hmm. time, and the fact that that was out, that new music, and mm -hmm. that was such a step up from her her previous album too. Even though I love that album with new rules on it, it's a fantastic album. Future Nostalgia was just an, a step up. So if this is another step up, I mean, come on. It's over. Yeah. It's a home run, you know? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I have not given her debut album much of a chance. You need to. And I know I need to. I really came on board with Dua Lipa with Electricity, her collaboration with Silk City, and Silk City is Diplo and Mark Ronson. Um, and I love Electricity. Like, perfect house pop dance song everything that i, I forget wanted. do you like one kiss because one kiss came out before that i don't isn't that crazy what? What? one I'm trying kiss not to yell right now what i know i i don't know what it is about that song because everything it's okay you like, to me everything you it, like it, i know you would think that it would Calvin, be a no-brainer that song is one of her the best of her discography i mean i would say it's overplayed for sure i've heard yeah. it so much in the last five years however phenomenal song and her debut album really is you you should really go and give it a fresh listen because i need to give it a, yeah there's some wonderful songs on that album like yeah. begging is one of my favorite if you listen to any begging is such a good song it's almost like lion king-esque like there's this like Ooh. there's this like really fun bridge that's very like like songs from the lion king or something like that kind of style of music like what song from the lion king just like that i don't even know what to call it like a tribal kind of sound i don't i like tribal it's it's like echo echoing like kind of okay. chorus very powerful song there, there's just so many it, good songs it's that it's called begging yes okay i'll have to look this up yep the album is great but like i said i would say future nostalgia was kind of the step up yeah definitely yeah 100 yeah and so and she just yeah she gave us a lot with that album. So I have high expectations in the sense of like, I just hope she, 
continues to deliver. And again, I want to stress that like I know that record labels are largely in control of a lot of that, right? They're the ones providing the budget for all these things. So I'm hoping that record la- her record label will continue to provide, you know, the budget for, you know, all of her creativity that she yeah, has. I think they you will. Know, in her brain of hers. Cause because you know what? You know what she's I think she's really she has really earned that new best new artist award that she got at the Grammys oh my a few God. years ago. Yeah, she's incredible. I mean, I, again, I so there's no one else that gets me that excited about like mainstream pop music. It's not the same as it used to be, and she's really yeah. bringing that back for me, and it's very exciting. So I'm, yeah. I'm super eager to hear what the album's going to sound like. So impressed with the song. Keep it up, Miss Lipa. Keep it. Keep up. it up, Miss Lipa. She. When she her was dad teasing... is so hot, by the way. I know that's totally irrelevant, but have you seen him? <laughs> I, I have. I don't remember what he looks like, though. Oh, I don't. You love an older God. man. Oh you my lo- God! Watch out. You might. You might be Ms. Peeps' brother. <laughs> her brother. What? <laughs> what? Like, wouldn't you? If you were to marry his, no, you would be her mother. Her brother, what, what incest family is this that you're I don't creating? No, I, I, I was. I, I would was be her mother-in-law. Like, I would be. You know, I would be like that yes. that bitchy stepmom from the parent trap. That would be me. I'd be like, get in the car, Miss Peep. Yeah, would, get in the car. More albums Peep now. <laughs> no I'm kidding. More, more. Um, yeah, no, I I don't remember what he looks like, but I will take your word for it that he is a beautiful man. Silver Fox. We love you, Mister. Gorgeous. We love you, Mister. Mister Lipa. The whole Lipa family, like, give it up. You know, those, give it up for the those are some good genes. Give it up for the Albanians. Let's go. That's that reminds me of um the the Miss Universe when she's like Albania. I don't remember that. I just remember, remember the France, the France one. I remember the France, the France. Yeah, there's there's a the Albanian one's very funny as well. It sounds like she's like screaming and dying at the same time. Oh my gosh! Well, well, on that note, you know Al- Albania <laughs> aside, um, and also wait, actually before before that note, actually. Uh-huh. I would say that <laughs> this is just a sidebar. <laughs> Maybe we'll cut this out. But the the Albanian singers, the pop girls that have come out over the last five to ten years. I mean, you have like That's your, a lot. There's a lot. You have your Ava Max. You have your um, Bibi Rexa. Bibi Rexa. You got all these people, right? Rita Ora. There's is a from Albania, Rita Ora. Yep, I was to say Rita Ora. I was yep. thinking it's those four. Mm. <laughs> I always forget about her. Um, yeah, you know, I would say. <laughs> I would say that no one has emerged like Miss Peep. And, yeah. you know, to me, I always iconically say this, like no shade to any of those artists. And there's a seat at the table for everyone, you know, but I think they just all kind of jumble into one person for me. Like, I don't find them very interesting. I don't feel like they have like a point of view as much as like Miss Peep does. You know? Yeah, I've, I've, I completely agree. I think that, you know, I do like some of Ava Max's songs. There are yeah, a handful. There's a handful of BB's songs that I like, but I completely there's a difference between their music and Dua's, and you know one can argue that all pop music is generic, but like there's something about there's there's a lack of identity I think as as far as their music goes, especially especially with Ava Max for me, and I don't know if it was that she got labeled as like a Lady Gaga copycat at the beginning of her career, both aesthetically. And you know the music choices that she was making. I mean, she tried. But she tried to cut her hair two different lengths. You know, that's there. I, and you know what drove me nuts about that is that someone called it, and it might have even her own self, like like her signature, the Ava Max cut. They were like, "Oh yeah, the Ava Max cut." And I was like, "This was never a trend. Like you're the only one that did that. It was also a wig. You're not fooling anyone." And that's, so wait, that's not her real hair. You didn't know that? No. That was a wig. Oh, yeah. So she's got like 10 lopsided wigs at home. 100%. I, I kind of love that. Not going to lie. Yeah. I like that it's her thing. Good for her, you know? Yeah. But yeah, but yeah but, I think yeah. no one's like emerged like Miss Peep has in pop music in general too. Like Albania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shade to Albania. Um, I really feel that. And I'm again, like I'm just so excited for her. I'm so happy for her. And yeah. so eager to see what she does next. You know? Um, Me too. Yeah, but, you know, on that note, this is like a fun bonus episode because so much is happening, you know, with the Dua Lipa single, but we also have the Grammy nominations that just came yes. out. 
I was going to say, speaking of Best New Artist. And I haven't really discussed this yet. We so haven't. I'm so, really excited to go over this. Do you want to? Yeah. What are your thoughts? I just looked at maj- the the main four. Those are, yeah. those are, Let's those stick are, there. yeah, yeah, those are, those are what I actually care about. And <laughs> Same. He, <laughs> there, here's my thing with the Grammys. There's a lot of conversation about whether or not the Grammys are relevant or not. And I think it's both relevant and irrelevant at the same time. Here's what the reason why I feel like the Grammys, and I don't know if people would find this a hot take or not, but I feel like the Grammys started becoming more and more irrelevant when they started adding this like astronomical amount of types of categories that mm. you can get nominated in. Right. You know? Like one of the categories is best rap melodic like song. Like it's, what does that even it's getting mean? So oddly specific. It's like it's like best R and B vocals in the back of a Wendy's parking lot at <laughs> five PM on a Monday in November. Literally, and your grandma's talking to you at the next seat. Like it's very, it's getting very, it's very too specific. much. We need, it's, we need to back up for a minute. It's and, too much. And reassess. If we want, if I completely agree, and if if I had my way, I don't know if this would fix it because I feel like by doing all of this, they've lost a lot of their prestige a little yeah, bit. I agree. And it's not to be that I want it to be, you know, excluding people. It's just that I, for that very reason, like you said, like it just feels like we're just handing out almost like an award for almost anything. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. It just feels strange and like almost like a little, a little counterproductive. Yeah. Like it's, it's losing the magic of it. So, but I do love the big four, which are, are, which are best new artist, Mm -hmm. album of the year, song of the year and record of the year. So I want to explain what the differences between those are first. (gasps) Yes. I was actually going to ask you if you could explain that to the audience, because even myself, I get confused. Yes. So album of the year is the whole body of work. So that is typically I I'd have to look up again today about like what an album is considered these days, but an album is typically nine songs or more. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. And then like, cause people are releasing a lot of EPs these days and a lot of EPs are con- kind of considered singles, but it depends on how many tracks there are. Um, Record of the Year is awarded to the performer, featured artists, recording engineers, and production team of a single song. Song of the Year is awarded to the songwriters of a single song. Right. So that's so that's the difference between the three of those awards. And um, so that said, okay, so Record of the Year uh, is John Batiste Worship. Um, Boy Genius, Not Strong Enough, Miley Cyrus Flowers, Billie Eilish, What Was I Made For, Victoria Monet, On My Mama, Olivia Rodrigo, Vampire, Taylor Swift, Antihero, and SZA, Kill Bill. All right. Give it up for record of the year. Give it up for the ladies. Because other and than- the gays. Mr. Come on, Boy and, Genius. And the, and the gays. But like other than John Batiste, they're, they're all women. I mean, give it up for the ladies. Do we want to go through the uh, awards and then kind of go through our thoughts? Or do we want to go through our thoughts as with each award? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think let's um, let's start with let's just go through record of the year. Let's just go through the nominees. What do we think? So so upon first reaction here, what what do you think? I'm going to be really honest. I'm kind of bored with it. It was very predictable. Mm hmm. It's oh, very predictable. Agreed. agreed. And, and other than John Batiste, which I didn't even know he had another album out, um, I just felt like I, I will say it's. I think it's going to be a bloodbath between and <laughs> a bloodbath between Miley's Flowers, What Was It Made For by Billie Eilish, uh, Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo, Antihero by Taylor Swift, and Kill Bill by SZA. I agree. Between okay. those five. They're all songs that have been on repeat. They have been played to death. Um, huge smash songs. Huge and songs. Yeah. Also, really quick, I want to touch on uh, Taylor Swift. So, so there is a cutoff period, and I think it changes every year, but I want to say the cutoff period is in October for uh, albums. So Taylor Swift's Midnights came out after the cutoff point last year. That's why she's nominated this year. There was some confusion yeah. of that, why, like, of, like, why she wasn't nominated. Like, yeah. yeah. 
So I just wanted to like specify that at first. But yeah, no, I mean those all of those songs that we just mentioned were really big hits. And, and good for good for Victoria Monet too. I mean, I yeah. haven't really explored her discography too much, but from what I have heard i do enjoy and I, I definitely would love to check her out more i love that she's kind of an up-and-coming artist and has this nomination i think that's always you know i always root for the underdog but um yeah. i will say i i completely agree with you i think most of it's predictable i think if i had to choose like i'm i'm, I'm kind of i'm gonna put my own subjective feelings into it and try to be objective as possible so i'm gonna do like a balance of the two Mm-hmm. I f- I feel out of these songs, like what deserves it the most is "What Was I Made For" uh, by Miss Eyelash. Okay, uh, I I do think that is a beautiful song. I think it's lush. It's just it's really really nice, and I think that it worked so well in the movie. It's you know I mean I know we're not talking about songwriting, but the lyrics are great. You know, so I do I do feel like that is a strong contender. And then, I mean, I, I listen, I know this song is maybe overplayed. It's maybe kind of like definitely a song we talk about enough, you know, definitely a single. But I really feel like Antihero is an amazing song. I still feel that way a year later. I feel like it's incredible. I love listening to it. I never get bored of it. The yeah. melody is amazing. You know, the lyrics are so, talk about clever lyrics, just genius. I really enjoy that song and I would be happy to see it get the, you know, snatch the award. I personally want anti-hero to win. Um, I feel you on what was I made for? I'm not going to lie. I, of all of these songs, like the only one that I actually like and actually actively listen to and go out of my way to listen to is anti-hero. Um, there that are track, a few tracks for you. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And, but I'm completely with you on that. And I'm trying to think of it. I wish I knew more about like what the credentials were for record of the year. Like I understand that it's awarded to the artists, producers, engineers, um, mm-hmm. of the song and featured artists, yeah. but I want to know like what makes those songs a contender. Is it the production? Is it the, is it a success thing? So. Because the Grammys don't necessarily award commercial success like they nominate a lot based on well, commercial it's also success. changed but yeah but but what i'm saying is that like like you just because something was a smash hit or was like had a lot of successful singles does not mean you're going to win let alone get nominated right so and i think a good example of that was after hours by the weekend Right. Um, the, the weekend that album got no nominations and that was one of the biggest albums of the last five years with the biggest number one like single of all time i'm sure the production like you said it, it's a it's an a, amalgamation of things but i think the production probably has a lot to do with it and i think the production on both what was i made for and antihero are both great no mm-hmm. you know and maybe some other songs as well yeah i will say i love SZA, kill bill i like the song it's again overplayed to death so i'm trying to kind of take myself out of that because I think I'm judging it a bit harshly for that reason. Like I don't listen to the song anymore. I can't because it's been so overplayed. It's been on every Instagram reel, every TikTok video, you know, it's just one of those songs that's going around the internet and has not stopped. So (laughs) uh, for me, not my favorite song on the SOS album. And I'm, I'm a pretty big SZA fan. I I really enjoy SZA's music. SZA also hard to say and enunciate. Um, But Again, if if we're if we're kind of going off of these songs, the mm-hmm. record of the year, like you said, the production, you know, the the people themselves, the 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 song kind of by itself for what it is, I think that my that, those would be my my top two would be for Billie Eilish, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Okay, so let's go move on to song of the year nominees. Oh, Zach. So Zach, song. Of- I what? am. I'm excited for this one. I know you're excited for this one. A&W by your girly girl. Hey, girly girl, Lana Del Rey. Um, and then we have Antihero by Taylor Swift. We have Butterfly by John Batiste and Dan Wilson. We have Dance the Night by Dua Lipa. Uh, we have Flowers by Miley Cyrus. Kill Bill by SZA. Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. And What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish. So yep. this is what I mean by like, this is, it's very predictable it's almost the same nominees as record of the year aside with the couple 
yeah. different ones. You know, what I will say though, this helped this helped me understand a bit better the distinction between record and song of the year too, because again, we're kind of you can tell from some of these choices, not all of them. Like you said, it's very predictable that the songwriting is a is a key piece of yes. the the art itself. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna again, I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible. I think song of the year these these are my and i've looked at this my picks would be again what was i made for i think mm-hmm. that's very deserving i think antihero is very deserving again the lyrics are are super clever and it's it's just a great melody it's a great song i would say a and w though eats every single one of these songs it eats and and, and listen like i know i'm a huge lana stan I was gonna say, I love that you just go no biases, but <laughs> it's true. So I, I would say I don't love everything Lana puts out. I, sure. I you and I are both this way. Just because yeah. we have a fave doesn't mean we necessarily love everything they put out. We're sure. pretty good about taking a step back and going like, you know what? Maybe not their best work, right? Like yep. uh, me, I am a Ryra, the Lucy Chantus. Maybe not her best work. That's okay. Like I can say that as a fan, you know, in a yep. loving way. So. Yep that's not the case for this damn song okay because this song is a masterpiece a masterpiece is this the I, so i famously oh. am not a lana del rey fan is this the song that's is this american horror or is that a different song <laughs> this is this is american horror this is this is the experience of being an american horror and this is like a seven minute song right baby it is seven minutes it takes you on a journey sure me and not only that you know we talk a lot about how these two minute songs do not take you on a journey this has got a complete change up kind of i want to say like three to four minutes in the beat drops the song is entirely different oh you know very like pure honey where it's like a different experience right right yeah Um, this is is this the song that she says hands on your knees angelina jolie (laughs) no Oh, okay. <laughs> That's Peppers. That should have been nominated. No, I'm oh, just kidding. I'm just kidding. This, out of all the songs on the album, this was the single. And okay. it took me to some time to listen to this song and come around to it. It's absolutely one of my favorite songs of hers. and Bar none. I mean, it's just an incredible experience because the lyrics are incredible. Are you, like she starts, off the, she starts off in a breathy voice saying, haven't done a cartwheel since I was nine. That's that's the first part of the song. So you know, like, what the hell is about to happen in the song? When someone says that, like, mm-hmm. it's no one else, no one else but Lana. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I haven't seen my mother in a long, long time. And then we're like, okay, we're going to get an experience. And it's seven minutes. So you know, some shit's about to pop off. And let me tell <laughs> you, it did. So I will say, like, again, I'm trying to be unbiased here from all of these songs. I would mm-hmm. say, what was I made for? A&W, Antihero, would love to see Lana Del Rey take the win here. She's so deserving of it. Yeah, I would love, I would like, for Song of the Year, I again, not really hearing Aaron, A&W, I'll need to like give that a listen to really experience that song. But of the songs that I do know and I am familiar with, I think it, I think Billy has a really good chance of winning. Yeah. Because here's the thing, and Basically, and I think Taylor and Lana is Lana Del Rey is is that song, did she do that song with Jack as well, Jack Antonoff? The A and W song. Yeah, I believe so. Yep. Okay. Okay. So Jack Antonoff on here twice, right? Yeah, Jack is on here twice. So um, I just feel so the Grammys seem to award people who do the music like what there's like minimal input from other people so Mm -hmm. like for example if you have a song that has two songwriters versus a song that has 17 songwriters i feel like the grammys is going to award the one with two songwriters 100 and we saw that in a a very big upset last year this is our sports again this was an upset for zach and i and all the beyonce fans around the world we're still not over it the grammys last year were bullshit to say the least yeah Um, because we don't necessarily agree with those rules but i agree with you and for that reason that's why i would pick those three girls even though you know i know miss rodrigo also writes a lot of her own songs you know has minimal songwriters very talented person dance the night um 
I'm actually kind of happy it got nominated because here's the thing. I love, I understand. Here's the thing with music is that I understand that like all the songs that get huge, you know, critical acclaim and, you know, all the prestigious awards are often all of these songs that are often very stripped back, have like, you know, very, they're, they're often very, I don't want to say, they're, yeah, there's, there's, I was going to say dull. (laughs) It's not that they're dull. It's just that they're like, A&W is not a dull song. Well, I was, I was going to say like songs, like someone like you, right. It's like, you know, it's like your heart on your sleeve type of song. Absolutely deserving. It's a great song. They're all wonderful songs, but there's a lot of really great songs too that are up tempo, that are very yeah. pop, that are very that do know, have multiple they, collaborators. That do have multiple collaborators, or or maybe not, right? Like there's yeah. only a lot of a lot of Madonna's song like career. It was her and one other songwriter, right? And so I'm just gonna, like I'm thinking of like a song like Vogue should have been nominated for Song of the Year in my personal opinion, right? Because yeah, that's also an iconic piece of history iconic yeah so i'm so that all said i'm glad to see like a dance pop song dance the night nominated i uh, okay so i i will meet halfway there i i agree with that you know i think again you're, you're totally right that those songs are, are valid and we love those songs you know and mm-hmm. they should they should be respected but dance the night specifically i don't know i mean good for her great gowns beautiful gowns that's what i'll say about that let's move on to album of the year <laughs> 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 okay read, we, read we, we better see we better see houdini up for song of the year next year 100 um for so album of the year nominees are you are, hold on to your butts people uh we have taylor swift midnights wow. probably the okay. probably the i was to say probably the biggest shock uh we have sizza sos another shocker shocking uh we have john batiste world music radio there's a pattern here We've got Boy Genius, the record, not to be confused with Perfume Genius. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we have Miley Cyrus, Endless Summer Vacation. That one did shock me. That one did shock me. That has to be because of the impact of Flowers because... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about that okay. in a second. Uh, we have... Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard by Lana Del Rey? We I'm have. Crying. And actually, this one also shocked me. I'm so excited about this, actually. The Age of Pleasure by Janelle Monet. Yeah. Oh, real and then, quick. And then right. one, one more. We've got Guts by Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. Just real quick about Janelle Monet. Yeah. That, that album cover, love. Okay. One of my favorite album covers I think I've ever seen. And the fact that it came out on June 9th, 69, genius. I love it. Genius. She's definitely someone to watch out for, you know? Yeah. You watch out for her. She's a I new artist. Her. She's a new artist. <laughs> I I'm will just say- always curious, like, what she's doing, you know? That's what I meant to say. Yeah, no, she's just Whether she's funny. acting in The Glass Onion, whether she's putting out music. Right. Whatever she be doing, whatever, I'm here for Whether it. she's putting on a Halloween costume that's going to take her, a long time to take off. at the Met Gala, because does someone eat like her? Does someone eat like her? I don't know. At the Met Gala? Are you kidding? She I don't know what you're says. talking about. She always oh, at the Met Gala. I thought you meant like actually eating. I thought you meant... <laughs> I've ruined you. I've ruined you. I thought, I thought you meant that she was like actually... Because I think it's like... They, has ruined us. I think they famously like don't have good food at the Met Gala. From what yeah, I've well, heard. There's, there's a lot of that. Yeah. From, but, what I, from what I've heard from all my, you know, friends that go. Um, so give me, give me your thoughts though. Like... First, kind of view. Again, I'm I'm just a little frustrated because I feel like all of these choices, it's not that they're not deserving. It just feels really predictable, mm-hmm. really predictable. So, but that's but that said, I I am really thrilled that the Age of Pleasure by Janelle Monae got nominated. I'm not super familiar with the album. I did listen to it um, a little bit over the summer, um, but I'm glad because. Dirty Computer, her previous album, right. in my personal opinion, should have been nominated for album of the year, and it did not. Yeah, and that, sh- and that shocked me that time. So yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, we are making up for lost time. Um, 
I am really glad that Midnight's is nominated. I felt like that was kind of a given and the, the moment it was released. A no-brainer. A no-brainer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and here's the thing. I am thrilled about it just because like, you know, Taylor Swift really does deliver quality pop music time and time again. And I think it's deserving of it. So I don't want to like piss off the Swifties and be like, oh, she didn't have been nominated. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that when we're starting to see the same, it's it's not just her. It's like all of these artists are nominated essentially the same categories over and over again. So it's yeah. it's it's like I get it, but at the same time, anyway. make some room for some other people. Perhaps. Yeah, you know, I will we'll, say that. Where's that, Esperance Spalding? Where is she? No, Give she's up. actually uh, she's actually uh, she's actually awarded on a one of those like crazy nominations that we were talking about. Oh, was she? Perfect. We're nominated. Excuse me. Yep. Right. She um but I will say so after that whole spiel, I will say that I I would probably want Midnights to win just because that's the album that I listen to the most. Yeah, it's um right. And it's hard it's hard to be objective, you know, yeah. when, when it's like you are consuming certain things. I just I just endless summer vacation. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. My summer vacation ended the moment it started. I'm not oh. going to lie. I'm not going to even oh. lie. I, so when that album, I was excited about it for some reason. I think it was because the album cover I thought was just so fucking fierce. I love like, the album cover. The yeah. album cover is perfect. Yeah, deep blue and. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so good. And so I was really hoping that the album was going to be a serve. I was never really a big fan of Flowers. I always thought it was okay. Yeah. It was just kind of well, eh. You know, you know my thoughts on this. For all of you listening, Flowers is really just Lonely No More by Rob Thomas. <laughs> I don't want to be lonely. I, I no swear more. to God, that's all I've heard since the beginning. I will say though, like, I really like Miley Cyrus. Sometimes her music hits, a lot of times it doesn't for me. Like, it really hasn't hit for me since Bangers, if I'm being totally honest. Mm. So, you know, it's one of those things where I I like her so much though as an artist as a person like i respect her and i'm I'm always excited to see what she's doing but yeah. I, w- I was very happy for her to have the success with flowers like just as yeah, a person same. very very happy i will say giving the album you know a couple of listens i'm like some of the songs were good i really i still really enjoy the song jaded for example that's one i've kept up with and really mm-hmm. enjoy okay I like that song a lot handstands kind of fun even though it's very like miley cyrus and her dead pets so it, mm-hmm. it, the album the album definitely did not feel cohesive that was that was my note and then yeah. also yeah really really underwhelming and for the what also annoyed me too is there were so many people again like maybe your casual music listeners or you know miley fans or whatever who were just saying it was like the best thing to grace the earth when it was coming out i was hearing right. this and i was like you guys yeah it's it's really not and i I love her i want i want her to have her flowers Uh, oh do you know what i mean but creative i'm not gonna sit here and pretend either like it just wasn't my favorite thing yeah i i'm with you i also like handstand um i liked muddy feet um i just yeah the album for (laughs) great gowns for me, the album just like had very little replay. I mean, literally, I listened to the album the day it was released, and I was yep. like, "Oh yeah, I like these songs. These are these are fun." You loved River. You were very excited I, about River, I and was then it very, went away almost immediately. Much like a come the come shot that it's about. I was excited about it, came, and then I was over it. <laughs> I was just like story of my life. Story of my life. I just. I don't know. I'm I'm with you on the Miley of like, but what's interesting is that I really liked Plastic Hearts. Plastic okay. Hearts for me was the album where I felt like Miley was, that was uh, like a perfect example of like her pop and rock influences like coming together. Um, yeah. 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 And I agree. So, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I will see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And I will say, I, uh, when Olivia Rodrigo first came out on the scene, wasn't a huge fan, you know, just kind of like, maybe I I felt like I was maybe a little too old for the music, you know, whatever. I gave Guts a good several listens. I really wanted to give it a try. 
And I will say about half the album, I really, really enjoyed. And I did feel like, again, it was talking about Dua Lipa. It was a step up for her, this album. That's the way that I felt about it. I can really respect and appreciate her songwriting too. I feel like every couple of years there's like, you know, someone from the age of like 16 to 18 that hops on the scene and just super, you know, impresses the audience like Lord or, you know, mm-hmm. Billie Eilish or whoever, like these young kind of artists. And she's that very much that person, you know, your Fiona Apples, your jewels, I could go on, but you yeah. know, I think that's some, someone I, I'm happy for her. I'm very happy for her. You know, I will say again, got to give it to my girl here. Did you know that there's a tunnel under ocean Boulevard is one of Lana Del Rey's best albums. Um, her music is definitely an acquired taste. And even as a fan, you know, my first listen of this album, I didn't appreciate it as much as I do now. Now that I have gave, gave given the, the album multiple listens, it is truly one of my favorites. And the songwriting, the melodies, especially, you know, there's, there's a melody on a song called um, Paris, Texas, which is just absolutely divine. It's such a great album. It's very cohesive. It's so fun. And you, st- what I love about her too is she's kind of like, she stays so true to herself, but also kind of leveling up and reinventing her sound in different ways while calling back to the Lana we know and love, like that Baroque pop style from like Born to Die. She mm. still does some callbacks. Like she ties it all together so well and it just evolves so beautifully. And I just absolutely love her. I mean, she's one of my, again, one of my Desert Island artists, you know, right. top five, but I will say I would love to see her take the album. I love Midnight's. I don't think Midnight's as a whole is Taylor's best work. And I certainly don't think it's deserving of snatching the title, if I'm being honest. And I love that album. Yeah, I I want it to win. I don't think it's going to win. I th- but I will say, again, this is going to be a bloodbath for the mm-hmm. fans. This is going to be a bloodbath because I, I could see SOS taking it. Yeah. Um, I could see this SOS taking it. quite a year. Honestly, I could see the, the, I also think that Grant album of the year often is awarded to like kind of an underdog or like someone that you would not expect. Right. Um, like a, a John Batiste or like John Batiste. So I would mm-hmm. say that he has a good chance. I would say boy genius has a good chance. I would say just about everyone on this list has a good chance. I don't think, I don't think it's going to go to Miley. I don't think it's going to go to guts. Um, I think that anyone else, it's a fair shot. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very eager to see what happens, but again, I would, I would love for my girl Lana to take it. Um, yeah. You know, just quickly about SOS, I will say I like the album, but it's not one of those albums that is like, no, no um, tracks are skipped. You know, mm. I definitely skipped through a lot of the album. It's mm-hmm. certainly, I, I feel like her, her control album was very deserving of a, of a Grammy award, you know? So it's like th- this album is just not, to that par for me. Um, I was a little disappointed with the album, you know, comparing it to her past work because I do love her so much. Still a good, still a good album, but similar to Midnight's, I don't think it's her best work. I don't know if it necessarily, in my opinion, would take that title, but she's had a really big year, you know? And speaking of people that have had a big year, let's move on to best new artist. So new artist. Okay. I I got to be honest with you. Don't know if we're going to spend a lot of time here. I don't have a lot to say. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say either. <laughs> so Gracie Abrams, Fred again, Ice Spice, Jelly Roll, Coco Jones, Noah Khan, Victoria Monet, and the Warren Treaty. You know what I will say? What? Is Ice Spice, Jelly Roll, Coco Jones. It's making me hungry. It's making you it's hungry. It's making me hungry. There's a lot uh, of food. Makes me ready for dessert. It's making me ready. I want a jelly roll with cocoa and ice spice. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I don't really have an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I would, I, you know, I feel like the Grammys needs to figure out best new artists because, so I would argue with like Victoria Monet specifically, she's not a new artist by any means. Um, Mm -hmm. She has been in the zeitgeist for a while. She is a, famously a co-writer and co-producer on a lot of Ariana Grande songs. She's also had her own material out for a while. I remember, I think it was in 2020, she released a song with Khalid called it called experience with SG Lewis. Okay. Um, 
I mean, she's had her own stuff out for a while. So right. I, th- I think that the Grammys, like they, they say that like, you know, they be- are become nominated for best new artist once they're like pub- become more of a public figure. So on that sense, I get it. Like the, the same thing happened with Lizzo is that like Lizzo had been around for le- about five years. Right. Then. Yeah. So, but it is um, one of those things maybe reassess like how you're categorizing things. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. now, because now with social media and streaming and everything, we are seeing these people take on, you know, a lot of fan bases and whatnot in different ways. So you yeah. are, they're out there. Yeah. Yeah, I I will say, for me, I could see maybe Ice Spice winning. I could see that happening just solely based on like the impact, like someone that's really emerged as a newer artist on the scene. Um, I did love Barbie World. I will say, you know, I I gotta say I love that song. It's gonna end up in my my wrapped at the end of the year and probably in the <laughs> top five because I have played the hell out of that one. Um, I'm so but excited yeah, for that. But I will say, I, I've listened to some of Fred again. Very popular m- like among the EDM crowd. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've enjoyed some of his songs. Um, or I don't know if they're a band or one person. Sorry. It's one It's one guy. But Victoria Monet also, you know, like I said, I from what I have heard, I, I like. And I would love to explore her music more. But all in all, don't have a lot of opinions. Right. Yeah, I don't either. And, you know, congrats to all of them for being nominated. <laughs> yeah. Let's celebrate I, that. Let's celebrate that. Congratulations. Congratulations. I wanted to touch on, I want to touch on one sorry. other category really quick. Sorry um, to this man. Sorry to this man. But for best pop dance recording, we got to give it up for Ms. Minogue. Congratulations, Kylie, for uh, being nominated for Padam Padam. And Nothing. also, Nothing. And also congr- uh, congratulations to Troy Sivan for being nominated for Rush. Congratulations. Yes. I really Great. hope Kylie takes it though. Yeah. I I would love it. I, I'm like kind of laughing at the other nominees. Well, One in a Million by B.B. Rexa and David Guetta was nominated. That song is literally a chorus versus chorus. <laughs> it's a chorus versus chorus. Back. So I'm just like, what? Bring it back to Albania, baby. And then Baby Don't Hurt Me, which I actually do love this. Like, it's like a remake cover remix. Um, you know, of the, what is you love? Like, you like Miracle as well, right? I do like Miracle. And I yeah, think that- I like that, it. I like Miracle a lot. And I actually think that that has a chance of beating out Padam Padam. It's so Y2K. It's so really, Y2K. It's so Y2K. I it hope it a, is. A, it was a huge hit in the UK. It was like number one for you know five what, weeks. Though, the Padam Padam era of it all, though, the way it's just absolutely like become this meme and this otherworldly thing. Like, I really hope that kind of impact is, is considered, yeah. you know, because- yeah. She's a legend again. Like five decades in the industry, I believe. Yeah, and putting putting out consistency. You know, we can't say it enough. We are Kylie Minogue super fans. We love her, and I'm just so happy made- for her this year. I, yeah. I have nothing else to say other than that. Like this has been her year. It has been Kylie's year. I love it for her, and hope she goes home with that. That would be great. That would be so wonderful. Yeah, I w- I really 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 hope so. Um, so we'll see. I. As far as snubs go, I feel like I want to see Tension nominated for Elm of the Year, personally. But whatever. You, you and me both. You and me both. Whatever. But all in all, excited to see what happens. You know, really excited yeah. to see how it, how it pans out. So excited even more so just to see Dua and what she does and, and that, that Kaleidoscope-esque album that's, that's coming out. So, Yeah. You know, keep keep it up, Miss Miss Duolipa. We are keep so keep it up, Miss Peep. Congratulations to the Grammy Grammy nominees. Congrats to all of you. Yeah, and thank you for joining on this. Uh, <laughs> I can't talk. Thank you for joining us on this very special kind of, you know, Grammy bonus episode. We just had to get our thoughts out to you and to the world. Grammy Lipa. <laughs> so yeah, keep it up, keep it up, Miss Miss Duolipa. We we love what you're doing. Keep it up, Miss Peep. We we applaud you. And on that note, I think to bring it back to the songs we don't talk about enough. Um, since we were talking about Ms. Peep so much, I want to say I'm going to kind of throw a curveball as far as songs we don't talk about enough. This was a single. It was her song Hallucinate. I feel mm-hmm. like Hallucinate deserved much more. 
it was released as the fourth single, but it was also like peak pandemic in the summer and it got an animated music video because of it. And I just feel like that song deserved better. It's such a club smash. I remember in early interviews for the album, she was saying that that was her favorite off the album. She was like, it's the dance song. It's so good, blah, 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 blah. And so I just wish that Hallucinate had a little bit more time to shine. And I hope that it continues to be part of set lists and tours in the future because it deserves yeah. a place. On Definitely concerts. a standout track from yeah. that album. Definitely yeah. standout track. I also think it's become very popular among the gays. That's the one I feel like I hear the most that they pull out, mm-hmm. which is funny. But that's a fantastic song. Fantastic so pop good. song. Great choice. Yeah. You know, and I totally agree. I don't I don't think it's talked about enough in terms of like, you know, the levitating of it all and all the kind of songs that took over that little era of hers. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll go with I'll go with Miss Dua Lipa as well, Miss Dula Marie Peep. And I will say, I'm I'm gonna gonna give you a song we don't talk about enough and give Zach some homework. So be the one off of her debut album. I would say this is definitely like top three Dua Lipa songs for me. Love this. It's like an up-tempo. I don't know if I want to call it like an up-tempo ballad or what, but like it's kind of relaxed. It's it's very fun. It's You could totally dance to it. And the lyrics are so fun. I, I just love the song. It brings me so much joy and it brings me back to a special time, my very last year of college where, you know, it just it just means a lot to me. So that's that's absolutely one of my favorite songs of hers i would say that that kind of made me a fan that song really really kind of i would say i liked new rules when it came out and i was like what's this about i want to check her out and then i listened to the rest of the album and that song for me was the standout track and still is so um definitely one of her best yeah we love you we're excited to see what you do and you know i come and i go we come and we go We come and we go. Catch us if you can. Catch us if you can. Bye. Bye.